On this week's episode, we deal with the nauseating and twisted tale of Ed Gain and how he compares to Leatherface in Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So gas up your chainsaw and meet us in the pod shed. We're taking shots of whiskey and talking about murder. Hello, welcome back to episode three, uh, THC, True Hollywood Crime. I'm your host, Mariah. This is your host, Bailey. Hey. This is our second time recording this because last time we had some sound engineering problems, so that means that since I'm the sound engineer, I'm fired. <laughs> and quite honestly, we're still trying to work it out, so we're going to see how this goes, guys. Hang with us. We're just pretending that this is the first time all over again. Um, let's see. Feels like the first time. <laughs> we were talking about our week, how we both uh, sets of family got deathly ill, but we've recovered now. Um, none of us have the Rona, hopefully. <laughs> Yours confirmed. Ours, I mean, hoping for the best. Yeah, I don't think he does, though. He I, bounced back pretty fast. Exactly. There's no way. Um, what else have you guys been doing besides being sick? Um, just, you know, trying to deal with the fact that our AC blew out during a week when it was only like an average of 100 degrees every day. It gets nonstop. so fucking hot where we live. It's ridiculous. And it's fine. Go ahead. Be hot during the day. But when the sun goes down, motherfuckers, I need it to cool down at the <laughs> same time. It can't be 90 at 1030 at night. And that's just the way it goes. All oh. the way up until like halloween our summer lasts so excruciatingly long um let's see while i was sick i binge watched the third season of marcella so if there's any british sounds like a wine murder detective (laughs) fans out there season three is great not as good as seasons one or two but i've also been watching a lot of married at first sight pretty exciting you're good getting me hooked trash tv I do it's Bailey. so good Bailey will come over for like an hour for our kids to play and i'm like okay let me give you all the tea let me tell you what's going on i've also gotten our friend ben hooked which is hilarious because he's a heterosexual male and he still sits there and watches this bullshit with me when he comes to visit it's so good <laughs> all right so since we were sick this week we decided i decided that the title of this is going to be well, something along the lines of always wear your face mask. Don't forget your face mask. Um, because this week we are doing Ed Gain and the OG original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um, I don't know if you say his name Gein or Gain. I say Gain. I've heard it said all three ways. But for the remainder of this podcast, I will be saying Ed Gain. So. And there's the meme that's out there. What is it? You don't have to worry about touching your face if you're wearing someone else's. <laughs> yeah, you said that to me. I'll post it on our Instagram. Um, our Instagram is THC Podcast, and our Twitter is THC True. And I will definitely post that. Um, I always post pictures that pertain to the case that we are talking about, the movie we're talking about. And I always post pictures of Bee's outfit. This is our new thing where we talk about what Bailey's wearing. Right. Um, but I think that's something that we should say for the end because it's kind of a fun way to wrap it up. Oh, okay. Every week, Bee is going to be in theme and it's going to get weird. It's going to get real point, fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> themed clothing. So because this isn't going to give anything away, I honestly thought about like 
attaching meat to my face. That's what I said. I said, go full Lady Gaga. Some lunch some, meat. Yeah, some salami or something uh-huh. on there. And then that way we'd have a snack to go with our wine. Yeah, I would eat salami <laughs> off your face any day. Any day. All right, so we got our wine poured. Yep. Let's do our cheers. Let's do it. And we're going to get into the gruesome, grotesque case of Ed Gain. And I don't remember a fucking thing we talked about, so yeah, yeah. Do you really not remember? No, but come on. <laughs> it's not, Fake it till you make it. It's not that surprising. Um, so Ed Gain has, first of all, the best killer names out of anybody, all of his nicknames. He goes by the Plainfield Ghoul. The Butcher of Plainfield and the Grandfather of Gore. My fave. That's my favorite. And so good. I had said it really had inspired me. I'm like, we should have named our podcast that or like the Grandmas of Gore, Grandmother of Gore. But then I thought like maybe people would think that we're like 90 year olds. Which is internally. <laughs> Inside we're about the age of 90. But still, I thought maybe. I mean, some people would probably be into it. Yeah. I just didn't want to. Just like granny porn's out there for a reason. False advertised. That's right. Same exact thing. (laughs) Tickle everyone's fancy. (laughs) Um, And I'm not sick anymore. I still have a little bit of a dry cough. If I I cough, I apologize. If Bailey coughs, it's because she's smoking a joint. Um, I'll try not to cough too much. But here's what I can promise you guys. If I have any phlegm in the back of my throat, I will try to... Hawk that up so that way everybody can hear. I'll be out the fucking room, dude. (laughs) So that way everyone can hear Bailey scream and freak out like a little girl. (laughs) Give me blood and guts all day, but you fucking show me a loogie and I'm (laughs) gone. How has that worked out for you as a mom? Not well at all. (laughs) That's what my husband's for. Also, we were, uh, Lila, my daughter and I were at the fabric store and we saw this like. Um, like fuzzy blanket material, whatever that is, and it had ET on it. And I'm like, oh, I should get this for the pod shed just to fuck with Auntie B. Oh my god! And well, Aunt, he's and such a dick. Was all what? And well, Auntie B's always been scared of ET, so I didn't do it because it felt like a waste of money. Cause yeah. I, and where are we in the year 2020? And what are we fucking finding out right now about the UFOs? And tell me not to be afraid of fucking ET. <laughs> okay, yeah, but if the UFOs are filled with a bunch of ETs, I think we're going to be right? okay. Oh, ET looks sweet for now. Well, Until he stretches he's that gonna neck He's going to be out. like a fucking gremlin. <laughs> Get water on that motherfucker. <laughs> so there you go. That Those are Bailey's two fears, guys. Uh, <laughs> Come at <Glenn> me. <laughs> and ET. <laughs> Uh, All right, so anyways, I'm so sorry. Ed Gain, the Plainfield Ghoul, the Butcher of Plainfield, and the Grandfather of Gore. <clears throat> Edward Theodore Gain was born August 27, 1906, in La Crosse County, Wisconsin. He's the second son to George and Augusta Gain. Um, his dad was a fucking loser. He's an alcoholic. He's abusive. He can't find a job. The trifecta. Yeah, he's a piece of shit. And Ed Gain's mom, Augusta, hates this motherfucker Mm -hmm. she hates that he can't find a job they don't believe in divorce it it was a million years ago nobody got divorced back then so augusta so the woman's got balls but no brains (laughs) yeah she pulls herself up by her bootstraps and she opens a family grocery store and it's successful enough that they can buy a farmhouse in plainsfield wisconsin which is a very small rural town i'm assuming did i look that up no but i'm going to assume it's a small town um, because the reason Augusta chose Plainfield is that it's small enough that she can keep 
society away from her precious yeah, she boys. she can control her babies. Mm-hmm. Yes. She doesn't want the outside influence of society on her boys. Right. Um, and the reason she feels that way is because Augusta Gain is super fucking religious. Yep. Like the bad kind of religious. She only reads from the Bible. She constantly preaches to the boys um, the evils of alcohol and that all women, except for her, of course. Yeah, she's an angel. Um, are basically, let's see, what does it say here? Uh, prostitutes <laughs> and instruments of the devil. Yeah, that sounds about right. You I forgot sum to, me up. <laughs> I forgot to mention at the top of this, we chose Texas Chainsaw Massacre as the movie for Ed Gain. Three movies have been based on Ed Gain. Yep. Psycho. Uh, why did I almost say Lord of the Rings? <laughs> Silence of the Lambs. It's been a long fucking weekend. <laughs> Lord of the Rings. Oh, that'd be amazing. I'm going to watch it in such a different light now. Oh, my God. Oh. Um, sorry. Silence of the Lambs and Texas Chainsaw Massacre. No, I get it. Psycho's a, a, a masterpiece. Nobody cares about Psycho. Um, Silence of the Lambs. There's another murderer that they also based Buffalo Bill on. So we're going to save that because we love Silence of the Lambs. We got to do that. We'll shelve that for later. Mm-hmm. We went with Leatherface and Texas Chainsaw Massacre. The reason I'm telling you this is because this part right now where she talks about how all women are instruments of the devil actually reminds me of Waterboy. Yep. It reminds me of Mama Boucher. Right. And it reminds me of Carrie. And it reminds me of Carrie and that cunt of a mom. Mm-hmm. Again, religion gone wrong. Have your beliefs. No one's hating on that. But don't try to brainwash me, for fuck's sake. All right. Especially when I'm, like, <laughs> prepubescent teenager, like, trying to figure shit out. I mean, amen, sister. Neither one of us were raised in religious families. So if you're looking for a religious podcast, this might not be the podcast right, for you. Pass, pass, puff. But, you know, God bless you. And, and uh, you know, uh, yeah. So anyways, the boys only leave their house for school. And then when they come home, it's time for farm chores. That's all they do. They don't have any other family. They don't have any friends. They don't have any fucking social skills. That would be so hard. Um, Ed is especially bullied because he's very effeminate. And his classmates recall him having very off-putting mannerisms, like laughing to himself when nobody's said anything. Mm. And then I did my research. Oh, that's right. And then the other day... (laughs) I was just laying in bed with my husband and we weren't talking and I just, I don't know what popped in my head, but it made me laugh. And then the idea of me laughing to myself oh. in silence, like Ed Gain does, <laughs> made me crack up. And then my husband's like, what the fuck is what wrong did with I you? Marry? I'm like, I don't know. I might be a sociopath. We're not sure yet. So by now, I think you guys should have figured that out, but <laughs> I'm sure he has his opinions about it, but this isn't his fucking podcast. So, um, but he did do well in school, and he did everything his mommy told him to, and Augusta was still never fucking happy. No, why would she be? She thought for sure that they were going to turn out just like their dads, to be a bunch of losers, and um, she was abusive, mm-hmm. and just an all-around bitch. Right, what she made them. Mm-hmm. So 1940, dad dies of heart failure, and so the Gain boys start doing odd jobs, Around town to earn some money and get this, Ed Gain even babysits. Oh, snap. He's the local babysitter. Um, I'm sure he was great at babysitting. Uh, <laughs> I would have loved him as a fucking babysitter. I mean, he, they said he was effeminate. I have a feeling that he might have been in the closet back then, so he yeah. probably was 
possibly a fun babysitter. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite murder does these minisodes where people uh, like email in their hometown murders, murders that have affected them or they know people. And so one minisode was about a girl who said her grandfather was babysat by Ed Gain. So pimp. I don't know which minisode that is. Uh, go listen to it. Go go start listening to my favorite murder and tell us. <laughs> leave it in the comments. Yeah, leave it in the comments. You Let us know you're here. To a real podcast with a real sound engineer, okay? Right? Any repeat listeners? Get the fuck out of here. We don't even want... No, just kidding. Hey. I'm just kidding. Hey, boo. Um, but, you know, the community remembers them as being honest and reliable, kind of yeah. all-around good guys. But this exposure has one downside, and that's that Ed's older brother, Henry, starts to realize that the way they're being raised might not be up to snuff yeah and he starts to really worry about his little brother ed's unnatural attachment to his mom and so he actually starts talking shit about his mom to ed to try to you know sway him over to to sanity and this is where it went bad this is where it starts going bad uh may 16th 1944 a brush fire starts close to their farm or their farmhouse the brothers go to put it out ed returns but he says that Henry is missing. So they put the fire out, but we don't know what happened to Henry. Right. He just disappeared. Mm-hmm. The police are called, and even though Ed doesn't know what happened to Henry, he leads the police right to Henry's body. <laughs> right, right. And they find Henry's dead body laying in a in a part of the field or farm or whatever, but n- he's nothing's burnt around him. Uh-huh. So he's not even where the fire was. Yeah. And his head's filled with fucking bruises. Because mm-hmm. so, a fire would do that. So the that's enough for the police to be suspicious, but they do not have enough evidence. Don't be suspicious. To- don't be suspicious. <laughs> where my TikTok is at. <laughs> do, you, do you think that's what was going through Ed Gaines' head as he called the police? Right. Don't be suspicious. suspicious. Don't be suspicious. suspicious. Uh... B and I have a real affection for TikTok. Basically, our loves are horror movies, alcohol, and TikTok. That's our love language. <laughs> we are those basic-ass 35-year-old moms <gasps> who just watch TikToks. So if you're time. one of those, come hang out with us. Hey, come TikTok with us. So, anywho, the police have nothing to, you know, try to convict Ed for. He gets away with it. Um, so after Henry's death, you know, it's just Ed and his mommy. Oh, mama's boy. All together until she dies. December 1945. Ed is his devastated. His fucking world just collapses. He says, quote, I've lost my only friend and my one true love. Gross. I am absolutely alone in this world. Ugh. Gross. Um, so after his mom dies, he remains on the farm. He boards up the rooms used by his mom which includes the entire upstairs the downstairs parlor and the kitchen and he leaves them completely untouched so now we're into the movie psycho right that's where this reminds me of psycho right ed did not have his mother's corpse sitting in a rocking chair but trust me i would not be surprised if he did Mm -hmm. um, after i found out what this guy did so that reminds me of psycho now let's skip to november 16th 1957, hardware store owner Bernice Warden goes missing. She's the second woman to go missing in the past few years. Um, A woman named Mary Hogan, owner of Mary's Tavern, also went missing in 1954. Side note, 
Plainfield, Wisconsin in the 50s had all these like female business owners. Yep, shout out. Augusta, um, Bernice, mm-hmm. and Mary. Mm-hmm. And who knows if they had other ones. For being the 1950s, like, podunk rural town, they were a little ahead of their time. Right. It probably helped that they were all white. (laughs) Okay. So, two women are not missing. Bernice's son tells investigators that Gain had been in the store the evening before. He said he would return the next morning for a gallon of antifreeze. So, Ed Gain had made that comment when he was shopping. He said, I'll be back in the morning. I need to get a gallon of antifreeze. Um, and so when police come to investigate, they find that the last slip written by Bernice the morning of her disappearance dun, dun, dun. is a receipt for a gallon of antifreeze. So that's enough for police to go and sor- search Gaines' property. Um, first, in the shed, they find Bernice's body hanging upside down by the ankles. She's been decapitated. She's been shot and mutilated. And she's been field dressed like a deer, um, field dressed for people who don't know hunting or have never seen it in a movie or whatever. Right. Is when they cut the torso basically from neck all the way down. And then that's how they that's how hunters get the intestines and stuff out of their out of their kills to prep it, you know, for meat. So that's how they found poor Bernice. Um, You know, bless bless your soul, Bernice. I'm so fucking sorry that that happened to you. But that's not all they found. So, for the first time in our three whole episodes, we have a trigger warning. Yeah, watch out. The shit they find in this motherfucker's house is so disturbing and sickening. I'm almost sorry I have to read it to you guys, but someone's got to do it. And on that note, I'm going to take a sip. Take a sip. Prepare myself for round two of this. (laughs) Trigger warning. They find um, whole human bones and fragments of human bones. They find four noses, nine masks made of human skin, bowls made out of human skulls, ten female heads with their tops sawed off, human skin chair covers, Mary Hogan's head in a paper bag, Bernice Warden's head in a burlap sack, nine vulvas in a shoebox, he has skulls on his bedposts, he has organs in his fridge. He has human face lampshades, um, a belt made of nipples, and a pair of lips on the window shade drawstring. Like, homie got busy. That's a lot. He's pretty crafty. Yeah. Before there was such a thing as Michael's arts and crafts, right? this guy was out here. I don't think doing he had work. a fucking glue gun or anything. <laughs> and he was also working on a female skin bodysuit to construct a new version of his mama, Augusta. Yeah. Gain would wear the suit and pretend to be a woman. So, boom. Now we're in Buffalo Bill territory. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so, the items were photographed at a crime lab and then destroyed. So, if you mm-hmm. Google Ed Gain, you know, Google image search, you're going to see pictures that look like the things that were in his home. But I guess if what they're saying is true, they destroyed them. So, those are either maybe props for the movie. Yeah, because that's 100% what I did. I immediately wanted to know. Like, I had to know in my mind what that mask would look like. And it's inconclusive online. You don't know what you're looking at. Yeah, so it's either props to the movie or I have a feeling it's, like, stuff that people make to sell. Which, I guess if you want a human skin armchair, you can just get a fake one on Google. Come on, tell me it wouldn't look good in my garage. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, so, <coughs> excuse me. Gain does tell the police that from 1947 to 1952, he's dug up the graves of recently deceased middle-aged women who looked like his mom, which make Ed Gain not a serial killer. It makes him a grave robber body snatcher body snatcher and hey i have a present for you <gasps> what is it okay is it a freshly dug grave no but if you ever want to go dig up a grave oh we'll be prepared it's thieves oil and apparently this is the shit that they used to put right underneath their noses Whoa. when they would go and dig up oh dead bodies God. to rob them of whatever treasures or belongings. Why do you own that? A client of mine <laughs> at work knows that I'm a fucking weirdo and she loves me and she brings me this weird shit. And I just remembered after our podcast. Amazing. Yeah. So. Oh my God. The next time we need to go dig up a body. So how about after we do our, our, our stories here, we'll take a sniff on air. Okay. Let's see what it smells like. Sure. That reminds me of... um. Seven. Remember, they would put the Vaseline. They yeah. put the Vaseline on their nose mm-hmm. when they found that emaciated body. For sure. Although I did hear in an interview with a crime scene investigator, they don't do that. Like you always see them in the movie yeah. with the Vaseline. They don't do that because it just makes it worse if you don't have it or it wears mm. off or whatever. Okay. So he said it's just actually better just to face get it. tough mm-hmm. and deal with it. That makes sense. But you I'm just excited have to become for th- Was it thieves oil? Thieves oil. Shut the fuck up. Right? Well, listen, if you find some uh, <laughs> duck up graves in Butte County, you know where to go look. Okay. So it makes him a body snatcher. So he didn't kill these women. He dug them up out of graves. Um, he does confess to killing Bernice and Mary. But that's why he's just a murderer, body snatcher, not a serial killer. Because to be a serial killer, you have to have three separate kills on three separate uh, occasions with breaks in between. Which was news to me. Yeah. So, like, our first our Super guy from episode one, Gettysville, Gettysville Ripper, he's a serial killer. Because he killed more than three times and there were breaks in between those murders. Versus a spree killer is someone who, like just goes nuts and kills all day long and even though he kills more than three people because it's in the same day there's not a break in between the kills it's not a serial killer it's a spree killer okay. Ed Gain has technically only killed two people so he's just a murderer he's just a piece of shit mm-hmm. and a body snatcher mm-hmm. the police are uh, questioning whether he's telling the truth or not so they he points out the graves that he dug up the police investigate they dig them up he's telling the truth there's no bodies there um, on a weird silver lining, I guess, Gain denies having sex with the bodies because he says it's gross, they're too smelly. So I guess that's a good thing yeah. if you want to believe. Silver lining? If you want to believe anything Ed Gain has to say. Um, so yes, he admits to shooting Mary. Um, hold on. I got it. Sorry, I have handwritten note, guys, so it, it I got a little lost. Okay. November 21st, 1957, Gain is arraigned on one count of first-degree murder for Bernice Warden. I do not know why they didn't go after him for the murder of Mary. I Maybe they didn't have enough and they didn't want it to take away from the other case. Like, they knew they could get him for one and stretching for two or, would have clouded. That's true. Sometimes what also happens is, let's say, for whatever reason, he 
got off on Bernice's murder. He got found innocent. They could then turn around and go after him for Mary's murder. They yeah. have like a backup plan. True. So that's probably what happened. But I didn't do enough research to find out. So let's just assume we're right. Because mm-hmm. why wouldn't we be? That's what I usually do. He pleads not guilty due to insanity. And he is found mentally unfit to stand trial. He's diagnosed with schizophrenia. And he goes to a high-security state mental hospital for the criminally insane, where he is an absolute model patient. Of course. Um, ten like years being late, at home with mom all over again. Right. I mean, she did condition him for, like, routine, mm-hmm. right? That's probably what he likes. Mm-hmm. Ten years later, in 1968, he's finally found sane enough to stand trial, and he's found guilty of first-degree murder. But since he is insane, he gets life in a mental hospital where he finally fucking dies in 1984 of heart failure uh, due to cancer, I guess. Or maybe he had cancer and then heart failure. Mm -hmm. And on a side note, in 1958, the game house was burnt to the ground. So all you freaks and weirdos out there cannot go visit the game house even if you wanted to. Reel it in, Bailey. Reel it in. (laughs) The dream is over. Just let it go. But I mean, then you'd have to go to Wisconsin. Hey, I like cheese. Yeah, but we live in California. Happy cows come from California. We have happy cow cheese. Yeah. I wonder what makes those cows happy. (laughs) The fields and fields of wheat plants, Bailey. (laughs) So there you go. What do you think of Ed Gain the second time around? I see him in... Like, ever since learning about what you were saying, how he's not really, like, a serial killer, I see him in a totally different light. It changes the whole thing for me. He's a slightly less scary, although he shouldn't be because he's still doing weird shit. Yeah. But, you know. And I'm always just so curious by, like, what's going on in their mind to have that kind of creative impulse to, like, make furniture out of people. I, I like no I'm idea. so fucking lazy like the idea of even like redoing like repurposing the chairs that I did outside like get the fuck out of here making furniture out of a body Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I know but I do love a nice arts and craft pro- project yeah and again now with the tools that we have and hot glue motherfuckers using like I hot nails glue, I hot glue everything yeah um the, literally the only article I really got this from was murderpedia I tried to look at other articles to see you know if they had any different information and they did not so we'll just credit it murderpedia thanks a lot bro yeah makes sense so how does ed gain fit with leatherface in the og original way way more 1970s i expected texas chainsaw massacre yeah for sure more than i expected oh real quick let's talk so texas chainsaw massacre came out october 11th 1974 it's directed by toby i'm assuming it's toby yeah T-O-B-E, Hooper. He made it in Texas with a bunch of no-name Texas actors. Mm -hmm. And so back then in the 70s, he made it for $140,000, which nowadays $700,000. Fucking nothing. So he made this shit for under a million dollars in the heart of Texas. He made all of his money back. Um, It was a smash hit. And it was banned in certain counties because it was so violent. And it boasts to be the first horror movie to feature power tools as a weapon, as a murder weapon. Um, The first one to have a large faceless killer. So Leatherface is pre-Michael, pre-Jason. He's the OG. And they say it's the first one to show the killing of victims in a horror movie. Yeah. 
There's an Italian movie called Torso that claims to have come out the year before. That's the first one. But we're American. I don't know. America. I don't know what's true, what's not true, but whether it's Torso or Texas Chainsaw Massacre, they were the first ones to show the killing of victims. What was one of Gaines' nicknames? The Godfather of... Gore. Yeah. Grandfather of Gore. The Grandfather of Gore. And for this to be... Yes. Mm -hmm. He is literally, like, Leatherface ends up being the grandfather of Gore. Yeah, so line that shit up right there. It's so perfect. Mm -hmm. And the original name for Texas Chainsaw Massacre, remember what it was, V? Head cheese? Head cheese! (laughs) And I could not figure out why. And then V had mentioned, oh, Wisconsin, the cheese heads, like the Packer fans. And I was like, oh, maybe that is why they called it head cheese. Because I could not figure out why you would call this fucking movie head cheese. Yeah, which, I mean, I doubt it's related, but that's what we're sticking to because oh, yeah, that's... it can't be related because it takes place in texas yeah but doesn't matter whatever mm-hmm. the point is thank god some producer stepped in and was like that's not a good name and thank god it gave me a reason to bust out my fucking cheese head the other night and... she did after we recorded uh take one fail to launch <laughs> she went i got really inspired and she put on her her cheese head hat and sent me a picture but I told her, just save it. Uh, I will find, We're gonna another find another fucking reason. Wisconsin murder for you to wear your cheese hat. Any excuse. All right. Tell me about Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I'll pour some more wine. I was going to say, please do while I load up my clip. Oh, that's right. B has a clip, guys, from the beginning of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's really cool. Every time. It's such a, it's a good, strong beginning to it. Right. I could listen to it over and over again. I could like have it as my ringtone. <laughs> I mean, forget me being your, what was I at your wedding? Your minister? That's not right. The, yeah. Officiant. Oh, whatever. Yeah. We should have, we should have just played that. We got- <laughs> <laughs> Nothing says I love you more. <laughs> could you imagine if we didn't tell your husband about it? Macabre and Annal. And- well, hold on guys. We got to press play real quick. Everyone please listen to this. All right, Leatherface, let's do it. Uh, okay. So what better thing to do on this beautiful summer afternoon than go and check out these local grave robberies that we've heard about on the news, mm-hmm. right? So we got a group of five, like, youngish, like, elder, teenager, young adults, two couples, and then the brother of one of the girls. And they're hoping... To confirm that nothing has happened to their grandfather's grave who was buried in the area and they get there and they're kind of like brushed like brushed away like oh yeah don't worry about it I'm sure that your grandfather's grave is fine because on one of the memorials in the gravesite I think they described it as like a piece of art <laughs> so part of the um, bodies that were dug up were kind of gently placed on one of these memorials. Oh. Yeah. 
Can I ask you a quick question? Because I can't remember from the first time we recorded this. Do they ever say whether or not that is Leatherface digging up graves? Of course. Okay. I mean, they don't say it. But you just assume. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And so they decide, after not being able to confirm a whole lot, let's go and see if we can't find Grandma and Grandpa's old house where the kids used to spend like time during the summer. And they stop to get gas at a gas station, and the gas station obviously doesn't have gas, because, you know, why would they? Yeah, of course. But they do have fucking bomb-ass barbecue, mm. according to the owner. Y'all, if we can stay at another horror movie uh, rule, it was, you know, never run upstairs, never say I'll be right back, but I'll also add another one, never trust fucking gas stations in horror movies. <laughs> Every gas station in a horror movie is fucking bad, is bad sketchy. Bad So mm-hmm. sketchy. Mm-hmm. And to be fair, like, the gas station attendant, whatever, he's being nice. He's like, so the gas is coming. You might want to just, like, hang out or, you know, just be on your way. And they're like, oh, well, we're looking for our grandparents' house. Maybe you can help point us in the right direction. And he straight up said, like, I would not go snooping around these areas. Well, he tried to tell them. He did. He warned them. Like, you know, you're going to look for something. You're going to find something you don't like. Also, never trust tow truck drivers. Yeah, true that. So, they do get some barbecue. They don't get some gas. And they do go looking for trouble. And they actually do find their grandparents' house. And the sister and the brother, she lives, her brother, who is, by the way, in a wheelchair. Mm -hmm. Um, They are going upstairs they leave the brother downstairs they're gonna go explore each other the other couple are outside they can go explore each other mm-hmm. explore those bodies. they're gonna go look for a swim hole and i totally forgot i left out completely on the way duh they picked up the hitchhiker oh shit you brought the Fuck hitchhiker me. i did i totally forgot the hitchhiker so between the graveyard and the gas station they find the hitchhiker and he's just, you know, casually hanging out outside of the slaughterhouse. Mm-hmm. And they fucking comment on the smell, like, oh, my God, this is so foul. But let's stop and pick homie up. And homeboy's got a fucking bag around his neck that's, like, made out of animal skin. Oh. And a camera. Oh. And for a minute, I thought it was, like, a birthmark across his face. But later on, I put together that it was blood from the slaughterhouse. Nice. <laughs> No big deal. Yeah. Super legit. Inside the van, he is telling the dude in the wheelchair about how they kill the animals. And he has pictures in his bag. And the girls are obviously like, fucking change the conversation. We don't (laughs) want to hear about this shit. For obvious reasons. And so he's like, all right, fine. Well, then why don't you guys come over to my house for dinner? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Sure. And they're like, well, we're kind of in a hurry, so we'll just kind of drop you off. Where are we going? And he's like, oh, let me take your picture. So then he tries to take their picture, and then he wants to charge them for the picture. They, I know, they, of course. I mean, they're being super nice. They're just like, no, sorry, we're not interested. So fucking homeboy decides to set the picture on fire (laughs) in the van. He's like a jealous ex-girlfriend. Yeah, it looked like what I can only assume was gunpowder. And he, like, crushes it up and he sets it on fire. What? And then um, when they're trying to, like, get him, he cuts the brother in the wheelchair, cuts his arm, and that's when they decide 
to kick him out. <laughs> uh, and they're obviously nicer than me because I'd have never picked him up in the first place. Right. Call no, me I'm, a bad person if you want. Yeah. I don't care. So sorry. Just, you know, a quick little blurb there. Back to the couple outside looking for a swim hole or whatnot to frolic in. Just looking for a random swim hole, huh? Mm-hmm. I guess um, the kids remembered there being like a stream or something to swim oh, in. Okay. And they hear a generator. Mm-hmm. And automatically think to themselves, okay, let's check it out. These people have got to have gas or they're going to know what's up. Let's go get some help. Yeah, if you have a generator, you have gas thrown in the generator. Mm-hmm. And so they go up to the porch and they go up to the door and they knock and nobody answers. And so the logical thing to do is try to open the door, right? Like, yeah, of course. Right. Just invite yourself into yeah, the house. Yeah, because that's what everybody does. And so even the girlfriend's like, dude, like, back off. And so she's not into it. And she goes and she finds, like, a tree swing. And she's hanging out right outside the door. <laughs> tree swing. Also, why do they always do that in horror movies? Why do people walk into strangers' houses? Yeah. I would never. 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 Also, I remember you saying that he was, like, super persistent. Like, yeah, dude. I will know that you're home for sure, and I will know that you're not busy. And you're still cautious. I will knock once, and if you don't come to the door, I'm like, eh, I guess Bailey just doesn't want me, <laughs> doesn't want visitors, and I'll just leave, <laughs> even though I know that's not the case. But, God, respect people's fucking personal space, sir. Especially if you'd like to live, because it doesn't work out for him. Good. Fucking kill him. He's I know. rude as fuck. So, as soon as he walks through the door, you see down a very short hallway by the stair case a red room and not that kind of red not room Christian Grey's right, don't, red room. don't get too excited ladies mm. because there's fucking animal skulls <laughs> <laughs> i mean that could be your thing that could be your thing and we there is no judgment here right i get it it's cool but eh. anyways <laughs> and boom here's leatherface and it's on yeah right first kill let's do this so he grabs homie drags him in the red room and we cut over to girlfriend who's just casually swinging <laughs> having herself a great time not hearing any screams yeah, or scuffles no, it's all good but you know she's bored and she wants to leave she's like over it so she goes and she's like oh well the door's open so of course i'm gonna invite myself inside. i'll walk in too mm-hmm. and she goes into a separate room a room that you dubbed the study. The study. Yeah. Leatherface's study. His office, uh-huh. if you will. Uh, which just has fucking, like, feathers and hair and teeth and bones just <laughs> all over the floor. I don't like it. The furniture's made out of body parts and skin and the lamps and the whole thing. And you just see it register on her face. And she's like, what the fuck? Bad news. Bad news. Here's homie. Here's Leatherface. <clears throat> and this is what I love. He grabs her and puts her on a fucking meat hook. In the office? No, in the red room. Oh, he takes her to the red yep, room. Drags her to the red room, puts her on the meat hook, where she then is positioned to see her boyfriend, who is tied to the table mm. in the red room. And she's over a bucket that's collecting her blood. Beautiful. Right? She's being drained. And this is where he uses the chainsaw for, like, the first time. You can oh. say he's cutting up the body. What a what an iconic part of horror movie history. Now, we're going to pause 
and talk about what the sound of a chainsaw can do to a person <laughs> because we both have experience. It can really trigger your fight or flight response. Okay. Do you want to go first? No, you okay. go first. It's your story. So it was probably like a year or so into my relationship with my now husband. So I'm a full grown fucking adult, 24 or 25 with six other grown ass adults. Granted, two of which are dressed as fucking yellow and red crayons. No. Oh, How dare you oh do that to them? Oh my god, you're, you're totally right. Them. I did. I totally. <laughs> I did. I said their name in shame. They were dressed up as ketchup and mustard. My bad, but they were pissed because they get like <laughs> getting called out as crayons. Like Bailey just did to them. Shout I out did. to Stephanie and Ryan. I got a drink for that. Our ketchup and mustard for life. One year, if we all go trick or treating together, they should be ketchup and mustard, and I'll wear my hot dog costume, and we'll be like a threesome. A yes. thruple. Mm -hmm. And then I should be a taco because somebody needs to have a taco costume. Um, a side note on this side note, one of the receptionists when I worked in the Barrietta Salon, one year we decided for Halloween, I, that's when I bought my hot dog costume, and then she was a taco. Yeah. And then right after that, what movie came out? But um, was it oh, Sausage Party? Yes. And then the like female hot dog kind of had a little lesbian relationship mm -hmm. with... Um, with the taco yeah. and it was so funny i sent that shit to her and it was like it was the meme of those two cartoon characters and yeah. us, the hot dog they were taco. twin flames it was so funny <laughs> so shout out to suzanne if you're listening to this what up suzanne all right so my poor ketchup and mustard sorry we're at this corn maze this haunted corn maze with like tweens like young people <laughs> and young dumb college kids we're drunk we're high we're having a great fucking time there's funnel cake who's not having a great fucking time it's halloween what more do you want yeah and we're in this haunted corn maze and we know we can't get hurt and we know there's a motherfucker in there with a chainsaw but you are not prepared <laughs> until that sound is within inches of you and they fucking rev up that chainsaw and it's fight or flight. Yeah. Your brain turns off. It's so It, it could funny. have been the weed. It, it could nah. have been the booze. But no, I think Maybe it was the pure adrenaline. And we knocked each other over. We pushed each other. We like threw kids out of the way. <laughs> we broke corn. Did so. Nick at least like hold on to you? No, fuck no. <laughs> God, no. He's all later, bitch. Right? He was the only one with a little bit of common sense because, to be fair, he'd be the only one that would fucking live if it was a real-life scenario. Of course. Right? He'd know to leave me to die. I am just baggage dragging him down. No, my husband my husband would, would try to get me through it, but um, as far as haunted houses go, my husband's the worst to go because that, like, trigger yeah. never clicks for him, and no. he always knows it's fake, so he's just like, ah, this is stupid. Not me. So I he's like not getting... invited. No, for sure not. Yeah. I like getting scared, so... B told me that story, and it reminded me of going to this, um, if you guys are ever in the Bay Area, every year around Halloween, Pirates of Emerson open up all October long. They take over, I believe it's the Alameda Fairgrounds. The whole fairgrounds gets turned into a haunted experience. So you buy a ticket, you go in, everything is set up like a haunted uh, scenario, situation, place. I like situation. Situation. Mm -hmm. But then there's like 9 to 11, 12 little haunted houses that you go in and you walk through. And they're all different themes. 
And yes, there was a theme that was set up very Texas Chainsaw Massacre, very like like uh, redneck, yeah. dilapidated. <laughs> right. And of course there was a leatherface guy. So we go in a group of three. I'm with a big group of coworkers. My group of three for this haunted house is myself, this girl I've worked with forever. I've known her since I was 19, Melissa, and then another girl we work with, Elena, who I've also known for a long time. Elena and I are closer than Melissa and I are. Nothing against Melissa. It's just Elena and I are better friends. So we're going arm in arm, linked up. (coughs) Fucking Leatherface shows up with his chainsaw. He corners us. We break away from Elena, and we fucking ditched her ass. Peace out, Elena. We left Elena in a corner of this haunted house while Melissa and I ran out to the exit. And then, you know, you start laughing hysterically once you're out the other end. And then we realized that we completely, when the when the chips were down, we ditched our friend and just left her, left her it's to so die. It's so good. It's so good. It's so funny. So, yes, once you hear a chainsaw, all bets we are can, off. We can tell each other every day that we're a ride or die. But we know we're not. <laughs> we're a die and die. Like, I would pull on you. I wouldn't let go of your hand. I'd pull on you. Really? Yeah, for sure. You would keep me on that floating piece of wood like Titanic. You wouldn't let me go. I, yeah. I will never, I will never forget Kate Winslet. Right. And we'll sit back and say, Kate Winslet for doing that shit. I'll drink to you, bitch. That's, God that's damn it. OG. There's so much room. There was on that so much fucking room. What was she on a door or a dresser? I think it was a door. There was so much so room. So much room. How dare you let our boy Leo die like that? All right. Speaking of dying, let's get back to it. <laughs> it's been 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's get back to it. So Leatherface uses the chainsaw for the first time to hack up homeboy on the table. Yes. And then he, like, takes a beat and goes and, like, sits in his study, and he almost looks sad. <laughs> like, no, really. Like, he just has this look of, like, concern on his face. But, you know, he keeps going about his day. Like, I just, I did it again. Mm-hmm. Back at the other house, the other couple's done exploring. Mm. And they finally decide to go check on their brother, or her brother. And they realize it's getting late, and they can't find their friends. And so the boyfriend, being the gentleman that he is, offers to go. You guys stay behind. He also hears the generator. Same thing goes down. Look, the door's open. Mm. I'll invite myself in. Anyone who invites himself, I don't feel bad for you. No. Just die then. Like, yeah. What are you doing? If somebody just walked into my house, anybody who's not you, I would be like, what okay. are you doing? Okay. Slow down. So if I walk into a house that looks like a fucking cottage and smells like cookies. There's a witch waiting to eat you. I know, but I'm like, I'm, I'm going in. <laughs> <laughs> I will take that risk. It might just be a sweet grandma. But I walk into this fucking hick-ass red room skull thing i'm out i don't walk in anywhere because i'm always scared someone's gonna be naked (laughs) like even b's house i think that's why i walk in oh (laughs) there we go because like bailey has a pretty open door policy like if you're her friend she's all just come on in why are you knocking i'm like because your husband might not have pants on well and but that's just it if you're the kind of friend that knows we have that policy then you know you're gonna see someone without pants on it's either me or my child i don't care about you or your child i do not need to see your husband's dick i nick if you're listening to this i love you i'm sure your dick is lovely i just don't need to see it on a sunday morning well to be fair when he gets out of the shower 
more often than not, when you're not around, he does ask, like, hey, is it just us? <laughs> well, good. It's like, yeah, it's one. a habit now. Fantastic. Anyways. Oh. <laughs> I thought we were going to talk about your husband's dick. Let's keep going. <laughs> right, because I could just keep talking. Uh, so he hears scratching. And he decides to go check it out. Because what else would you do? And it's in the red room. And there's a freezer. He opens the freezer. And it's our girl. She is not dead. <gasps> She's in the freezer. After being on the meat hook? Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yep. And in comes Leatherface. Again with the chainsaw. And so this homeboy eats it. Now we're down to just the brother and the sister. And it's dark. Mm. And they are at each other's throat. Typical brother-sister. They're fighting? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because... One wants to leave. One wants to go. I'm on the team of let's leave. I mean, yeah. And then one wants to stay. She's like, I want to be here. I want to find my friends. I want to know where my boyfriend is. And he's like, bitch, come on. Like, I'm done. Like, I'm so over this. And I can't go anywhere because I'm in a fucking wheelchair. Right. And he's like, like, look, help me out. I'm sorry that I made you guys, like, bring me along. I know it's hard for you. Oh, Franklin. Yeah, I know. But, like, we're here. And it's us. And this is fucking weird. Like, can we just go? Okay, hold on. Let's pause, because I have to pee and we're out of wine. Oh. So Franklin wants to go. Pause. Okay, we're back. Franklin's ready to leave. Let's go. Right. He's ready to go. You had to go. <laughs> well, I had to go. Get I this show wine, on the though. road. <sighs> okay. So she's like, no, this is happening. I'm going to go figure out what's going on. And he's like, well, if that's the case, then you're taking me with you. I've been left alone all afternoon. Like, it's you and me, bitch. Yeah. Let's do this. Plus, I need you to push me out this house. <laughs> and I mean, I got respect for him. I feel bad for him. How did she get him down? I'm I'm assuming there's a front porch with stairs. They don't show. How <laughs> she gets him down no, by herself. No, he's like frame for frame. Like, yeah, mm. it's real convenient. <laughs> Remember the budget that you mentioned <laughs> right. earlier. Well, people will just assume. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of uh, handicap compliant. You know, yeah. turn of the century farmhouses. And I mean, then she goes on to literally push him through the fucking woods. Like, <laughs> they're in the middle of pretty no- good wheelchair. Yeah. <coughs> and they don't even really make it to the house before Leatherface jumps out of oh. nowhere. And Brother gets it hard. Uh oh. Franklin! And this is what I think they're talking about on one of the scenes that I for sure would have banned because, like, he goes deep with the chainsaw like over and over and over again oh man 1970s they were going for it right right in front of the sister she's just screaming her head off and she books it Mm -hmm. and she makes it to the house she runs obviously upstairs and always nev campbell in the back of my head bitch bitch (laughs) upstairs and she makes it into like this weird fucking attic thing and there's these two what look like decomposing bodies mm-hmm. of like a grandma grandpa situation mm. right like they have clothes on they're in rocking chairs mm-hmm. they're set up very proper mm-hmm. and she's cornered and he comes upstairs and she flies out that fucking window <gasps> boom she jumps out the window yep mm-hmm. okay yep. Without breaking legs? Yeah, without breaking legs. She's fucked up. But 
she didn't break anything and she's hobbling her ass all right girl let's get it hobbles her ass to the gas station yep Mm-hmm. The not sketchy at all gas station with their great barbecue. Makes it to the gas station. The guy's like, oh, my God, let's get you inside. By the way, I don't have a phone. <laughs> of course not. Why would you? You want some barbecue? Mm. <laughs> oh, so he's like, let me go get my truck. I got to drive you into town. It's the only way we're going to be able to take care of you. She's piecing it together, realizing there's fucking like intestines and body parts in the barbecue. Oh. Mm-hmm. And so he comes back and in. And she ate that barbecue, right? Oh, they, yeah, they all did. Mm, hmm Delicious. Yeah. And he comes back in with, like, a sack and a broom. <laughs> <laughs> and at this point, I mean, to be fair, she's so tired and so worn down. And yeah. so he basically, like, beats her up with a broom. And I feel really bad for her. Gets her in the <laughs> truck. Me, me too. Mm-hmm. They're driving up the driveway to the house. So this is the dad and the fucking... The gas station guy. Yeah, the gas station guy. The chainsaw massacre is his kid. Hitchhiker is walking up the driveway. He's also his son. And he's like, motherfucker, you left your brother at home. Look what happened. Look at this fucking mess we got to clean up. Oh, dear. Mm Mm-hmm. Right, so they've been using, like, the dead bodies for their barbecue. Mm. But every once in a while, the brother's going to fuck up and they're going to get some freshies. Yeah, get some fresh meat in there. Mm-hmm. Farm to table, baby. <clears throat> and so they get her to the house and they decide to bring Grandpa down for fun. So he's not a decomposing body. Right. So one of the bodies upstairs, Grandma, she's done so. But apparently looks for dead Grandpa is still alive and they've been feeding him blood. Mm. Because they cut open her finger and they let him suck on it. Ugh. And she passes out and she wakes up and they're around the dinner table. And at dinner, they're all kind of bickering, typical family bullshit, whatever. Yeah. They're like, well, let's let Grandpa have some fun. Let's let him have a turn. Oh. And so they put her over a bucket, and they give him a hammer, and they're helping him kind of slowly, like, slam the hammer against her head over and over oh, and over again. But it's the not... The fun we have with Grandpa. Yeah, I mean, it's not going to kill her, right? It's just going to hurt her a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but also really fucking piss her off enough that she gets away. Good for her. I will say, again, not that this movie has claimed to be based on this, although I have not done any research in this. I've watched zero interviews. But this really reminds me of Rob Zombie's House of a Thousand Corpses. Very much so. There is some strong uh, House of a Thousand Corpses vibes, and I could tell because, you know, Rob Zombie loves horror movies. Mm -hmm. It just seems very obvious that he was influenced by this movie a Uh, lot. Yep. I got a lot of those vibes as well. And so, again, this time it's just, like, out of the first, like, just right outside the first story. So it's not as bad, but out the window she goes. Again. (laughs) Fucking go for it, man. (laughs) Bitch is balling. She's just like, yeah, let's do this. And it's dawn. The sun is Mm -hmm. coming up. And what's our horror movie rule? If Mm -hmm. you make it to morning, if you see the sun, you're good to go. Yeah. You survive. And she hobbles her fucking ass to the highway. 
and Hitchhiker Brother is on her tail. Oh. But he eats it. He gets hit by a semi. Yes. Mm-hmm. Apparently, the guy driving the semi thinks he can't drive any further because he hit a body. Which so, I call bullshit because you're in a fucking semi truck. I feel like you'll still no. be able to drive. So he stops. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, what the fuck's going on? And here comes this chick, right? Battered. Yeah. Bloody. Just screaming her head off, running towards you. Mm-hmm. And this motherfucker in a mask and a chainsaw. And he's <laughs> just like, oh, fuck this. So Leatherface is chasing her, too. Yeah. He's right behind them. So he jumps back into his truck, gets her in the truck as well, and for whatever fucking reason, they decide to climb out the other side. Instead of driving drive away yeah. and then also possibly hitting Leatherface, no, which would be a No, that's what I'm idea. saying. Yeah, no, it's like the truck just magically breaks down after hitting a body. Yeah. Anyways, so the guy driving the truck is sprinting for his life. He's out of here. Yes. I don't remember what happens. But something happens to Leatherface <laughs> where he ends up slipping up and getting the chainsaw in his own leg. Maybe he falls? Something. I don't know. So he chainsaws his own leg. Yeah, so he's down for the count for a minute. That gives the guy the opportunity to sprint. That gives Sally, our homegirl, the opportunity to get back on the road. Another truck is coming by. It's like a basic truck. Mm. Basic bitch truck. Mm-hmm. She jumps into the back of it. And she drives off into the sunset. Like, she's good to go. And we just assume that that's a good guy. We do. We don't know shit. I know. Because my my horror movie training makes me feel like it's another family member we haven't met yet. No, I know. Exactly. So we just assume she's fine. She drives off. No big deal. We've got semi-truck driver literally running. running Still running. In the opposite direction. This is where I would die because I would run about, how long is a yard? Um, I'd I'd run three yards. Yeah. And then like... (gasps) End up, he's gonna end up at the house, right? That's right. Or the gas station. Help me! Help me! Yeah. 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 (laughs) Anyways, but fucking Leatherface is having a full blown (laughs) tantrum in the middle of the road. His chainsaw and all, just wheeling it in the air, all (laughs) you bitch. Because he doesn't talk, so he's just like, oh my god, I died. What a way to end a movie. Oh, man. So good. So good. That's awesome. And then they had like a million sequels. Yeah. And I don't know if it's coming out yet. If it's already out, it's whatever. Or yeah, there's like a prequel coming out called Leatherface. Mm-hmm. And you're supposed to find out pre Massacre why Leatherface is the way he is. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if that's out yet or not. We'll have to try to find it. Reconvene. And speaking of follow-ups, you have a follow-up, bitch. Bitch, you better follow up this glass of wine. Oh, you know damn. No, seriously, though. Like, yeah. put wine in yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was being serious about that. <laughs> so, original Texas, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. How amazing. First of all, I love that they really went for it. That they... True that. Showed the violence that they showed Deserves the all the acclaim. Love it. Mm-hmm. So our last episode was on the Ketty Cabin Murders. B watched a movie called Cabin 28 that was pretty similar to the case. I mean, that shit was classic. They, loosely. <laughs> they made a big deal at the beginning about how loosely based it was, about how 
they changed all the names and it it was barely based on the events of the Keddie Cabin murders. But guess what? dramatic about it. They used all the names, all the dates. Like, it was on point, except for a few things here and there. But at the end, they had, like, all their little facts about the real, what happened after the murders. One of them was that the new lead investigator was friends with the two of the victims, two of the teenage victims, John and Dana. And B wanted to uh, know... That was beautiful, B. I know. It was so classy. <laughs> uh, B wanted to know if that was true, if there was any truth to that. So I'm going to take a sip of my wine. Well, I was with the puff of my weed. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to not set your carpet Get it, girl. It is... Well, it's not my carpet. It's Cherie's carpet. Shout out to Cherie if you're listening. Hey, girl. Love you. If there's a burn spot on... Uh, the far side of the you bedroom carpet, it too, it's Bailey's fault, not mine. Do not take it out of my rent. <laughs> oh, you drink. <laughs> so, there is some truth to that. If oh, I, shocking. <laughs> I know. If I can find it. Hold on. Um, once again, I have handwritten notes this week. This is the first week I did not ask Bailey to I'm print out my notes. finding them for you. I, yeah, I mean, you could if you wanted. So basically what I know, without finding it in my notes, because we're almost two bottles wine deep now. Yeah, just bear with us. You've been here f- for three episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. I got it. I got you it. You got it. You got it. So <clears throat> here's the truth. The sheriff of Plumas County currently, fuck you, Bailey, is a man named Greg Hagwood. Um, he lived in Keddie, California his whole life. He's never moved. He was friends with John and Dana. They actually worked all together as painters. He was 16 when the murders happened. Um, Off the top of my head, I believe John was 16 and Dana was 17 or 18. Okay. I could be wrong. Hey, listen to episode two. Let us know if I'm wrong. I have the right edges. I have the right ages. Let us know in the comments. So. (laughs) So Sheriff Greg Hagwood. That's why he's so. He was very gung-ho to reopen this case. He wants justice for the families. So he reopened the case. He assigned lead investigator Mike Gameberg. <laughs> Stop making fun of me, Bailey. Mike Gameberg um, was not necessarily friends with John and Dana, but he did teach them martial arts when they were little. So I'll he's take a, acquaintance. He's a little bit older. So, yes, the I'll people who it. are investigating the Kenny Cabin murders were friends and acquaintances with some of the victims. Oh, that's so cool. So hopefully we find some justice. Although if you listen to episode two, I think it's pretty clear who the murderers were. So here we are at the end, almost two bottles wine deep. Another great episode. Another. (laughs) It's still recording. Yeah. So the sound engineer has been rehired. Thank you to me. Another apology to catch up the mustard. Steph, Ryan, we're so sorry. We know you're not crammed. We know you're ketchup and mustard. I am willing to be the hot dog. I love you guys. Miss you guys. I'm willing to be the hot dog in this thruple. I can't wait for Halloween. And I can't wait to be the taco and to really just freak up the vibe. Can you get a burger? Yeah. That goes better with ketchup and mustard than a taco. Makes more of a burger. Okay, but I'm talking about you, though. You don't put ketchup and mustard on a taco. No, I know. I think I'm a taco with sour cream. I mean, we don't have to talk about your medical (laughs) issues online, on air. (laughs) Um, speaking of Bailey's sour cream taco, uh, this is the point where we talk about her outfit. Oh, yeah. B for the spirit of Leatherface. 
and the butcher of Plainsfield is wearing a leather butcher apron. So fucking uncomfortable, by the way. <laughs> so uncomfortable. And her little buddy along with it is a little plushy leather face. Mm-hmm. I know that those words don't make sense. Think of a soft stuck animal that you'd buy for a baby. Very soft and plushy, but it's of leather, leather face. face. She yeah. has a whole a range of them for her child. Yeah. She's got, oh yeah, Freddy, Michael, Jason, and Leatherface. Is that the four? And Chucky. And Chucky. Mm-hmm. And Pennywise. Oh, and Pennywise. Yeah. Quite the collection. And a very small Beetlejuice. And a very small Beetlejuice. Mm-hmm. Which kind of isn't the same thing, but, you know. Cute enough. He goes I, in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yes, B is wearing her leather butcher's apron with her leather face plushie. Mm-hmm. Looking great. We will post pictures on THC Podcast on Instagram, THC True on Twitter. There's a Facebook page. Don't ask me about it. I don't fucking know about it. Right? If you know about it, fucking tell us. I don't know how to work it. Talk to us. It's all my friends and family on there. B doesn't even have a Facebook, so. Yeah. We're on iHeartRadio. We're on Stitcher. How cool is that, We're on Podbean. We have a website. So all these things are great things. Yeah. We're working on it. We're getting better and better. All the time. Come check us out online. Look at our pictures. Sometimes I I post pictures of our personal life. Sometimes I post funny memes. Like I'll post the leather face, you know, whatever COVID-19 meme that we talked about. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, We got to get out of here before we make complete idiots out of ourselves. But thank you for listening. Please, you know, tell a friend about us if you want. If not, fuck it. It'll right. just be us and the three people listening. And give us a like if that's how it works. I don't know because I don't listen to podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know either, dude. But, but we're, we're here ha- and, and we're happy that you are. And we're having fun and we will see you next time. <laughs>